Hello, and welcome to How's the Bite? Stories from the Bait Shop. This week, our 20-minute podcast is about fishing on the Mississippi River near Guttenberg, Iowa. Our sponsor is Murray Bait and Tackle, a great little shop on the south end of Guttenberg. Look for the big walleye. We aren't going to insult the seasoned fishermen who have been coming to this beautiful fishery for years, but we're not going to leave out the aspiring fisherman or woman or child who wants to catch some fish. Today we've got three fishermen going after bluegill, walleye, and catfish. We'll also have an update on the local fishing at the conclusion. The fall season came quickly this year. The air temperature dropped 40 degrees in one day, and the water temperature is now down to under 60 degrees. It's time to catch some fish. How do you catch bluegill? Jeff Eartham has been doing it this fall here in this Guttenberg area, in this fishery. And you came in here excited. Apparently, you've gotten some pretty good-sized ones. Yes, uh, this year's been phenomenal for, for bigger bluegills. And uh, it seems to be a large crop of them because I pretty much limit out every time I go out. So, What's your technique to, uh, to get a chance at them? Well, I discovered this spot. Uh, it's on the Mississippi River right above North Buena Vista. It's a wing dam, but it has a sand strip along the one side of a, of a point or a peninsula. And the sand, they come up onto that sand from the wing dam, and they're working their way up to you. So basically, you can just sit there and drop right straight over the boat. I use uh, an egg sinker and a split shot and keep the hook about six inches from that and bait it up with a, a pink power burk. Berkeley power bait uh, waxworm and then put a small piece of a night crawler on the bottom of that and then drop it straight down pick it up about six inches and they when they work their way up the sand they they see this this bait moving in front of them and they attack it it's probably seven foot deep and it's probably 150 feet from the bank so that seems to be where the best spot I was fishing closer and it I didn't seem to catch as much so we was out in a little further deeper water and and in that current right above the wing dam if you're on the sand strip like now this time of year uh, basically you'll end up with probably 75% of them being keepers and a handful of them being the smaller depend upon how far out you go seems like the bigger ones are in the deeper water so if you're on the shallow side, then you're talking smaller ones. So, so what, uh, what line strength are you using? And give me that technique again. I just uh, basically bought some fire line from him here at the bait shop. And I've been using that for years. But when, when it gets old, it gets really tangly bad. So I just put some 17-pound on. It's got the flexibility of a 6-pound test. So it, it gives you the... Uh, beautiful casting ability and stuff like that and if you happen to catch something a little bit bigger you, you'll be able to handle them you know what I mean and and basically like I said uh, I use a egg sinker with a small split shot and and let the bait trail below that about six inches or so and put that pink hot pink waxworm on and then a small bit of night crawler below that and and drop her in and cross your fingers. <laughs> How long have you been coming to Murray's here and what do you think of it? Oh, a lot of years. I've been coming up here for, for pretty much everything I, I do. You know, if it's hunting, I come here and get hunting supplies. And, and I haven't hunted the past couple of years because I can't take the coals anymore as good as I used to. But as far as my fishing supplies, he's my number one guy. If, if, if I can't find it, he'll find it for me. So Jeff, thank you very much, and good luck and good fishing. All righty, thank you. Murray Bait and Tackle is now owned by Bob Urban. 
Beth Murray is retiring and sold the shop to Bob, who's very eager to serve your needs for both tackle and bait. Bob Irwin from uh, Murray's Bait and Tackle in Guttenberg on the south end where there's the big walleye. Tell me about your shop here. Are you going into your second year, I understand? Yeah, it's, we're in our second year. January will be our third year um, that we took it over from Beth Murray on the bait and tackle side. Tell me about what you have. I mean, the, there is no wall space anywhere that doesn't have something on it. We like to keep the shelves full um, and kind of create a tackle shop, and we have a, uh, all kinds of live bait here as well. Now, you're not uh, a rookie at this. You know this bait and tackle business, especially all of the lures, etc. So what do you try to stock? Do you try to match it up with the fishery here? I would say we're known uh, for the spring and fall walleye bites since we have uh, Lock and Dam 10 here. And we are catered to walleye. I'm a walleye fisherman, uh, pan fisherman, uh, but we are getting into uh, noticing a market for a lot of the bass guys that come in um, and fish, and then the flathead guys, catfishing stuff as well. So I would say we're pretty well covered in a lot of different species here at the shop. Can people get bait here? Yeah, yeah, we're fully uh, stocked, actually 24-hour bait. Uh, now we have a live bait machine out front. Um, that you can get crawlers. Uh, winter we'll have wax worms, um, spikes. All year round we have pretty much anything you need live bait wise we have at the store here. Quantity wise there's a there's a term in this area called a Beth scoop. What does that mean? Yeah Beth serviced uh, the store for 25 years and when you come in and get minnows she gave you a Beth scoop or a big scoop of minnows. So when you come in you pay large scoop. We don't count out minnows here. We don't count out a dozen minnows. Um, I never liked that as a fisherman, and uh, I think the fishermen really like uh, getting a generous portion of minnows when they come. So you come here, we give you a best scoop of minnows. If you're asking for a scoop, it's, it's enough for about three days of fishing. How about uh, hunters? I noticed all this morning you've been writing uh, hunting licenses. Do you have uh, what the hunters need for this fall? Yes, uh, that's another addition Beth did have years ago. Um, and then the owner before her had a lot of hunting stuff. So we do have ammo now. After that craziness of the last two years, we did finally get some ammo in. And we have uh, arrows, gloves, uh, scents, um, pretty much anything you need. Um, not a full scale of stuff, but pretty much the necessities that you need to get out there, um, whether you're youth hunting or uh, archery season starts tomorrow. So um Pretty much anything, we have the DNR licensing machines. So if you need uh, licensees, I'd say we'd probably the number one licensing sales uh, store in the county, Clayton County. So What are your hours, Bob? Uh, we are 6 to 5, uh, 6 a.m. to 5 p.m., uh, Monday through Saturday, and then we take a few hours off on Sunday. We're 6 to 3 p.m. on Sundays. But again, if you need bait, uh, we got tackle and bait outside in that live bait vending machine for 24-hour service. We're going to do this weekly show each Friday by talking to fishermen and women just ahead of the weekend. A lot of very knowledgeable people come into Murray's to buy their bait and anything else they might need to give them an edge on how the fish are biting at the time. Let's check in with what one of them had to say about catfish this morning. We're going to talk about catfishing. I'm Ken Root and with me is Al Moran. Al, do you fish a lot? Yeah, I try to. I go out two or three times a week. And catfish is your specialty? Yeah. Yep. What type of catfish do you prefer? Oh, I go after the flathead catfish and channel cat. 
Both of them feed on bottom, but the flathead catfish feed on live bait, where the channel cats are scavengers. They'll feed on anything. What's your method, if you wouldn't mind, say you had a person with you that wants to learn how to fish, uh, wants to be able to catch fish, and you got them in the boat with you, what would you tell them as far as uh, the rod they'd use, the bait they'd use, etc.? Well, for flatheads, um, I use a seven foot heavy rod because you might land a 30 or 40 pound flathead because you're, you're using live bait like bluegills or channel cat. You're more apt to catch the smaller two to three pound range. So just, you know, a medium, medium light rod with 15 pound test would work for them. How much patience do you have to have? Do you need to leave that rod, that line where it is? Yeah, a lot of times with the flatheads, you might not get a bite for 20 minutes. You know, where a lot of times catfishing on wing dams or stuff, usually within 10 minutes, you know, if you don't have a bite, you move somewhere else. Do you ever use any kind of artificial bait, or has it got to be live bait? Uh, for the flatheads, just uh, bluegills. The channel cat, I use stink bait mostly, or shrimp, or cut bait, you know, cut up suckers or something like that. How far into the fall can we go? Does it vary year to year and still be catching fish? Well, for myself, I usually fish into October, and then after that I convert into crappie fishing and bluegills and stuff like that. So I switch over later in the fall. Suppose that you get a strong hit here and you believe you've got a 20-pound a flathead. You'd like to get him in the boat. Do you need a net? Do you need to be careful on how you handle that fish? Yeah, I always use a net for him. Sometimes the flatheads, I will reach down, put my hand in their mouth and pull them out. But it seems like a channel cat, they'll bite down a lot harder on your hand than what a flathead will. So usually, yeah, I use a net. What's the biggest uh, flathead you've caught? Um, up to date now, probably 37 pounds was the biggest. And I've had other people, you know, say they've caught over 50 pounds, but, you know, even bottom out their scale at 50 pounds. So there is some big ones in there. Well, thank you for talking to us. Good luck. Good fishing. Yeah, thank you. Murray's Tackle and Bait Shop is on the south end of Guttenberg and can be easily recognized by the big walleye on the sign. There's a reason for that. This is a great area to catch walleye. Here's Bob Urban, owner of the store and an avid walleye guy. If somebody wants to fish for walleye and they're a little bit uh, sketchy on what to get, what would you send them out with this fall? So if you're coming in and I'm working, um, I would probably know a little bit more about the new new age stuff that has come out um, temperature is about 60 degrees so we sell a lot of live bait if you're going to want to catch quantity of fish i always send guys out with minnows live bait if you're wanting quality fish um, that's when you go to artificial in my opinion uh, we have a lot of plastics um, you're not going to catch as many fish when you fish plastics and you fish without live bait but you'll catch bigger fish slot fish um, here on the pools the slot is 20 to 27 that you have to throw back. You'll catch more of that, those larger fish when you're fishing artificial or plastics. Put me in the frame of mind of a walleye. Where does he sit? He's a predator fish, he's got teeth. 
Where does he sit? What's he looking for? So he's kind of like us. We want to conserve our energy, right? Um, I would say he's kind of hanging out. Walleyes do not like really swift water, but they kind of are on the current seams. So they're waiting for bait fish or their food to come to them because um, they're conserving energy here in the fall. They're going to feed up because um, they're not going to eat a lot in the winter. So they're feeding up, fishing a lot of current breaks, current seams. You can kind of see those, the little ripples in the water where the current seams are. That's where a walleye would like to be. Um, difference between walleye and sauger. Sauger do like swift water. They'll be out in the current a little bit more, but you'll find walleye um, on the wing dams. Current breaks, current seams is where they like to be. What uh, kind of rod and uh, what uh, test line would you recommend? So um, we, we carry a ton of walleye rods here. Um, it's kind of our niche here in Gothenburg. Usually a medium uh, six to seven foot rod, depending on your jig weight is what we want to go with. So um, if you're vertical jigging, like you're using different lures, if you know what they're called, they're a, there's a one-eye lure. It's just a hunk of lead, about three-quarter ounce. Um, if you're vertical jigging, I'd always go shorter with a medium. So like a 6.2 or a 6-foot rod, 6.6. Six, six. foot rods are more for pitching jigs. And you can use whatever weight uh, pound test that you would like. What's awesome is we fish a lot of braided now. So you can go to 10-pound braid, Power Pro. Um, you can go 10-pound braid, and it's actually 2-pound diameter. I fish a lot of 15-pound Power Pro four pound diameter and what that diameter means is it's that's equivalent to monofilament line a four pound like you're pan fishing almost so you can cast that phenomenal distance and uh, then slowly jig so jigging rods are about seven foot mediums is all you really need fish a lot of mediums on the river we're using half ounce to one ounce jigs when we're fishing here on the swift water the mississippi river below uh lock and dam there so so if somebody uh, wants to buy a setup here and they want you to uh, put line on for them, do you have that capability? We do. We have the uh, triangle line winder that puts it on uh, for you, puts it on tight. So there's usually no, no issues when we're using the line winder. Um, and there's no cost to you. If you buy the rod, the reel here, we, uh, we take care of the cost for you. And if, even if it's braid, braid gets expensive. If we don't have it in bulk, um, you can go over to our aisle. And if you bought the rod and reel here, 50% uh, off of the line in the aisle, if we don't have it in the bulk spools, we'll, we'll take 50% off of that and then put it on for you. Just one of the benefits of a small shop that you won't get at any of the big box stores. We're back here today trying to see uh, how the fishing is for this 1st of October. What's the call? So 1st of October came um, last week cool nights it really took the temperature down to 60 water temperature 60 degrees a little under this morning and what that usually does is it turns on the we call it the feed bag but these fish are wanting to feed um, for the winter um, they're producing eggs or they'll start producing eggs and they need energy to do that so they will feed up uh, until ice hits for us till we can't catch them anymore but we've noticed and what we're getting reports of are large uh, schools of shad that are in the backwaters of the Mississippi River they are feeding on those so uh, crappies even two inch shad uh, our crappie numbers are pretty good the guys really struggled down here on on pool um, 11 with it pool 10 was a little bit better um, above our dam, lock and dam but pool um, below our dam 
they struggled getting numbers this summer and early fall. So they're getting larger crappies. They're getting 10 to 12 inch crappies. Uh, we did get some uh, 13s and 14s reported here the last couple of days, got some nice pictures. And they're thick fish because they're feeding on those uh, shad. Walleye report is, is going really well. That 10 degrees brought a lot of fish up towards the dam. We're sitting really low right now as far as a fall pool. We haven't had rain. So I uh, haven't checked. It was right around four and a half foot last time I checked the Guttenberg stage. Uh, that's going to allow for the fish just to go into those deeper holes looking for shad, looking for fish. What's a really fun bite usually at the end of October, um, which will be those shad will die off and you'll be using more of an erratic bait, a jig and wrap, a rip and minnow, sonars, blade baits. When they die off between 40 and 50, uh, they'll get a, they'll get really aggressive in taking them on, but they are using stuff. They're getting walleyes, uh, which I didn't see a lot of walleye guys in uh, in September. So that bite is officially kicked off. Uh, bluegill and perch still same thing on the weeds as they die off. Um, they're going to be on those weed lines when they die off. They'll actually go into um, like Bussy Lake area where they're on people's docks posts any kind of structure will they'll get away from those northern predator fish that bite's been really good um, as far as the perch again the numbers are there just the size isn't quite there yet for guys to catch and that'll get better as the the months goes on so we're probably 10 to 12 inch perch very common red worms minnows that bite's been good catfishing bite's still been good getting into flatheads again the flathead bite kind of went dull they're feeding as well Bob Urban at uh, Murray's Bait and Tackle, and people can come by and uh, pick up about any kind of live bait, getting ready to uh, go, and also uh, check in on the fishing every day. Yeah, yeah, stop in. We have everything you, you should need. Uh, minnow bites definitely coming. Uh, the worm bites slowing down a little bit, so we'll actually transition to selling more uh, minnows, live bait as the water temperature goes down, and the crawler bite will uh, slow down a little bit. Bob Urban from Murray Bait and Tackle. Yeah, thank you. That's it for this week. Murray's is open 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Monday through Saturday, 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Sunday. They also have a 24-hour bait vending machine out front. And do me this favor. Let everyone know you heard How's the Bite podcast. Maybe we'll even interview you or some of your friends this fall. Be safe. Be a good sportsman. Good luck. Good hunting. And good fishing.